What's up guys? It's a great day. This is Fuquan Bilal and we are back with another great episode of the PFREI podcast series. We interview experts in the real estate business in order to provide you with some of the best investment strategies and techniques used by leading fund managers, financiers, house flippers, and more. We appreciate every single one of you for taking the time to press play on the podcast and hope you enjoy this new episode. All right, guys, we're back again. Another great episode of PFREI, Passion for Real Estate Investments. I'm your host, Fuquan Bilal. Today we have Zach Booth. So before we get into it, uh, I just want to let you guys know, this guy had a crazy challenge and he made it happen. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Zach company is DFD Mastery. This is his coaching company. Uh, he does, uh, the website is DFD dmastery.com uh, you guys go check it out make sure you check out the youtube channel and all of that and we'll promote it again at the end of the show zach welcome to the show the first question i usually ask our guests is why are you passionate for real estate investments sir mm, my friend first of all so it, it was the reason i got into it and the reason i still do it now is to provide a life and a freedom for my family that uh i couldn't find any other way no, it was it was 100% for my family. That's why I do it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's the common theme. The answer to that question, people say freedom. Uh, some people say, because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. It's exciting. It has its ups and downs. And uh, to me, I just love it, man. I've been doing it for 21 years. And, and I don't know what else I'll be happy doing. I'm, I'm passionate about it. And that was the reason I made this podcast. I was actually on a run one day. I was like, I want to do a podcast and I want to talk about, you know, I want to interview people who are passionate about this thing, you know, that wake up and eat, sleep this thing all day long. So thank you for joining the show. I really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, let's just jump right into it, man. It's going to take a thousand dollars and try to turn it into 40,000 in 40 days. And you started January, 2021. So where are you now with that? I know, um, you know, you, you're going to share it on your YouTube channel. And let's just, let's just jump right into that, man. That's pretty, uh, pretty audacious. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, uh, I did that not, not to prove to myself that I could do it. Um, I've felt confident that I could, uh, I was definitely nervous. I talked about it a lot. I promoted it a lot. I've, I shared some of the videos semi live while I was there. Um, you know, my goal wasn't to only show it if I was successful as well. The reason I did this was to help other people, um, to give them the belief that they could do it too, right? I don't feel like I'm the smartest person in the room very often at all, um, or even the most experienced real estate investor as well. I was a, uh, I was actually a window cleaner for a decade, and I went straight from window cleaning to being a real estate investor full time. And, uh, you know, I went from barely scraping by to a few years of making over a million a year doing this. And uh, for me, you know, that money was life changing. It was, um, it was incredible to walk into the bank and write a $50,000 check and pay off my vehicles and take my family, you know, my wife's from Brazil, where I'm at right now, and go spend a month in Brazil with my wife's family and her. And to be, you know, let my, my, my kids see their grandparents down here and experience that part of their heritage, yeah. you know, and yeah. learn a little Portuguese and, um, you know, 
it was, it was, it was pretty life-changing and fulfilling. But the thing was, is, you know, like I said, the reason I'm so passionate about it is I've created financial freedom for myself. But, you know, I, I tell people this all the time, your first real estate deal is like, it's like exhilarating. You conquered the world. It's proof of concept. You make a ton of money. It's freeing, right? The second deal is pretty exciting too, but it was a lot more work. Your third deal was just work and you don't remember your fourth and fifth deal, right? It's just a lot more work. And, um, you know, I, I, I got into real estate for the purpose of my family, to feed my family, to take care of my family, to build a legacy, to, to have something that, you know, would support us. Um, but I, I got into this 40 day challenge for other people, not for myself. Um, so like to kind of to like set up why I'm doing the 40 grand challenge or why I did it, uh, I kind of need to give my story of, of why. Um, yeah, I like, I like to hear that. That's pretty, pretty uh, courageous. And it gives people a sense that there's no excuse, right? It's no excuse. If you can go into, let's talk about it though. You've not in your town, you did this. You went to a different, a different part of town. I'm pretty sure you'll tell a story, but guys, when you listen to this interview, there's, there's no excuse. This guy did it. You know, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, I mean, we can always come up with an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one, but you know, it's whether we choose to let that stop us or not, right? It's it's up to you. It's it's our choice. But you know, going back to getting into real estate investing, so I started a, win a window cleaning business when I was 17 years old. From the outside looking in, I was successful. Right. I, I had three trucks and 13 employees. I ended up on their history channel. I have a YouTube video with 11 million views. Just Google or just search window washing on YouTube. I'm going to be one of the top five videos. Right. I washed a lot of windows, but I was struggling financially and it wasn't an industry I was excited about. I had tons of turnover on my employees. It was a struggle. I was risking my life all the time. I was still on job sites. Right. It just was not where I wanted to be. It wasn't providing the life I wanted to provide. So I, I picked up my first rental. I bought a duplex, lived in one side, rented the other. It's like, man, this business rocks. Like I'm getting paid to live in this house. I like this. I want more of this. So I tried to get more rentals, but I kept having all these obstacles, which I could have allowed to be an excuse to not keep trying. Right. I didn't have down payment money. I didn't have the debt to income that I needed. I had all these obstacles to buy more rentals. And so I started researching. I learned something called real estate wholesaling, where you find off-market discounted properties. You know, and you can do this in giant multifamily. You can do it in, in small single family flips. You know, they, in, in multifamily, they call it syndications, right? Yeah. Right? You find off-market discounted opportunities and you get paid for it. And I was like, man, that's what I got to do. That's, that's my opportunity. I'm not afraid to work hard. I can do this, right? I might not know anything about real estate, but I can work hard. So I tried. I paid $10,000 for a coach and failed absolutely miserably. Right? Wait, stop, stop right there, right? Yep. Because this is the part. You took a major leap and you invested $10,000 into yourself. Which I did not have. Right? You, yeah, invested, you, you invested into yourself, Yeah. right? A lot of people look at these people on the stage, or oh, they just want to take my money, you know, and there's a, bad, a lot of bad people out there that do yeah. take people money, right? But you have some decent people who are willing to share their experience with people. Of course, they're not going to, their time is money, so they're not going to do it for free. But 
what made you take that leap and put $10,000 on a credit card? Was it something that that speaker said that you made that connection that you had to do? Yeah. So, you know, this, this mentor, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't think he was the best mentor, honestly, like there's good mentors and there's bad mentors. And I've learned what the difference is and what really makes a good mentor and what makes a, a bad one. Share, share that with us, if you will. I think I will. So, so this first mentor, cause I got another one, I paid $19,000 on coaching, right? Hopefully this was started. the one that met the good criteria. No, this was the, the first one. Yeah. The second one was great. Right. All but right. The first one, the first one, it was information overload. You know, his pitch was, look how many hours of video and look how much information you're not missing information. Listener, whoever's listening to this, you are not missing information. Information is free. It's everywhere. You can watch my 40 day challenge on YouTube for absolutely free and go out and do the same thing I'm doing. Right. What is missing most of the time in coaches and coaching programs is action steps. Mm. One, two, three, four, all in order. Do not do step three. Do not even watch the video until step one and step two are done. Right. And if you follow those action steps, you will be successful at this goal. This is the goal, an outline goal, an outline expectation of what can and should be accomplished by implementing the action steps that the course provides. And even better if you have a coach that also will coach you and answer questions throughout the process, because there's going to be something new. Like for example, let's say you get a house under contract, but they end up owing more than it's actually worth. Or what happens if it has fire damage? Or what if it has foundation issues? Or what if, what if, what if? There's a lot of unknowns that that's why a mentor and a guide is very helpful, right? For those moments. But the guide should give you outlined action steps. So the first mentor did not give me that. He gave me information overload. I learned a lot and I use a lot now, right? From what I learned then, it was not a waste of money, but I didn't get a deal after spending tens of thousands of dollars, more dollars on marketing, on trying to find off market discounted opportunity, mm. right? So I became a skeptic. I became a non-believer in real estate wholesaling and this this hype of finding off market discounted properties and getting into real estate investing, not having money. And I'm like, well, maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be. I went back to washing windows, gave up for a few years, mm. but I continued to educate myself. I continued to listen to podcasts and read books. And I had something very special happen. I met a motivated seller washing windows, started <laughs> washing windows for this very wealthy gentleman, his beautiful giant house. And right in the foot of the mountains, absolutely beautiful. And got talking to him two and a half hours later, right? Um, he told me all about his life story and how he'd retired in his late 30s from uh, doing real estate developing. And he was started as a civil engineer and like just a, music, a, a beautiful human being. His name was Stan Nielsen. Great man. And at the end of the conversation, I told him I wanted to pick up two rentals. He said, that's convenient. I've got two properties. I haven't collected rent in four months. Property manager bailed on me. I don't have time to deal with these. I have these two multi-million dollar development projects. That's where my time's going. Frankly, I'm 80 years old. I don't need the money. It's really a waste of time to be working on it. I should be with my grandkids. Hmm. So he gave me these two properties. I couldn't get a half a million dollars to buy these two properties. He gave them to me seller finance for like a couple thousand dollars down. Right. I was making over $800 a month cash flow renting them out. Wow. I ended up selling them out a year and a half later, made over $130,000 profit selling it to the tenants. That's awesome. Right? So you like, was able to use some of that knowledge that you got exactly. um, and apply it, you know, not even 
in the field, but just doing what you went back to doing. But, you know, that was that's a waste of money. That 10 grand was not a waste of money. Right. I learned just enough to get my hands dirty. But I remember when we were talking about those deals, I was terrified. Mm. I was terrified because he's like, yeah, we'll just write our agreement here on this piece of blank white paper and you take it to the title company. And it's like, well, well, hold on a minute. Don't we need like an actual contract? Don't we need an attorney? Like I was terrified to sign the papers, right? And he's like, no, this will work. This is fine. No big deal. And, and we ended up signing the papers. And I was trying to talk him out of signing the agreement, you know, and I ended up making a hundred grand. Like I was not the smartest person in the room. I didn't know everything. I still don't know everything. And that's the beauty of this business. You probably never will. And if you think you know everything, you're in big trouble, right? And so that happened. That experience, I think, was a major shifting point in my life because now I had belief again. I had hope, I had confidence. I really feel like it was a moment where God helped me. Yeah. Right? I'm, I don't like religion, but I believe in something bigger to life. I, I feel sure. and hope for something more, right? And, and, it led me to the path that I'm on today. It put me in front of you guys today. And with that experience, I got the courage to go get some more credit card debt and pay for another mentor and really get going. Because <laughs> right? I hadn't cashed out those properties. I just had them, you know, I had renters. So I had cash flow coming in. I was like, well, the cash flow will pay the credit card interest till I do another deal or until I cash one of these yeah. bad boys out. Right? I, I felt a little more confident, but I, yes, I had to get more debt. And I paid $9,000 for another program that, that does exactly what I said, that gives you action steps, step-by-step, mm. what to do, how to do it, what the next steps are. Also access to a coach that would tell me and help me with my, you know. Some hand-holding. Yeah. So not even just hand-holding, um, but like, okay, I got this lead. I have this situation. I honestly, I've Googled it. I've done everything I can. How do I get help? And I had a form, I could write something down and I would, could get a response from someone, which helped a ton. Short, like a few months after that, I did my first traditional wholesale deal where I found a seller, also an investor. His partnership had gone sour. They had sold all, off all of their over a hundred properties. It was the last one that they had. And they're like, just take it. <laughs> We're yeah. done, just take it, right? And I, and, I, and I sold that purchase contract on this shitty little single family home. I made $10,000 selling the paper. <laughs> selling the piece of paper guys no risk no investment nothing and i was hooked i'm like this is life-changing i am mm. going to do this for the rest of my life the end of that that first like eight months i made a little over a hundred thousand dollars completely walked away from window cleaning the next year i had done just shy of a half a million the end of that year i was like okay i did a half a million i'm pinching myself yeah i'm walking into the bank writing big old fat checks paying off debt going to Florida or sorry, we went to Florida. Yes. We went all over the place in the United States traveling. Right. And, and I got to spend a month in Brazil. I had all this freedom and I had started building a team. It was, it was amazing. And, and then I was like, okay, how do I get to that next level? I've heard of people making a million in a year. Is that even possible for just a window cleaner like myself? Right. Like, how do I do that? I honestly had no idea. I was kind of shocked. I did half a million to be honest. Right. Like how do I get even more? And there's a self-help journal called Living Your Best Year Ever by Darren Hardy. And in the first hundred pages, you create three big goals. And it talks about the importance of giving away whatever you're trying to receive. One of those big goals I had created was to generate a million dollars over the next 12 months. 
how to do that. I had no idea, but I knew from what the book said, I had to give it away. I had to give away a million dollars to be worthy of the million dollars. Like, all right, well, how do I give away a million dollars? And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough like, one, Zach. That's yeah, a tough one. <laughs> but I was trying to take it serious, right? Yeah. I was more give a million dollars of education away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do I do it? I was like, well, one of the reasons I'm so successful is I got really good at finding off-market discounted properties. My marketing system, right? DFD stands for driving for dollars mastery, right? DFD mastery. That's my coaching program. And I was like, okay, well, I could teach my marketing system. I could teach people exactly what I'm doing to make all this money. And they could easily put a million dollars in their pockets if I just mm. brought on 10 students. I'm going to teach 10 people. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can for them to set up the same system I have. Boom, way over a million bucks. Let's go for it. The craziest thing happened. The more I taught, the more I found mistakes in my own business. The more questions that I received that I never thought of. The, the, the more that they taught me, because many of them were m- way more experienced with real estate than I was. Yeah. Right? But they needed a marketing system. It was a win-win. I learned so much from being a coach that first 12 months, right? And I started having massive amounts of success with my students. One of my first students, his first deal with me was $113,000 profit wholesale. Scott Dallinger, you can see it on my YouTube channel. Wow. So but that's I- basically what it, what it comes down to is you figured out, you know, how to make a living for yourself and then gave back to these other people. Um, let's talk about the $1,000 and, and, and $40,000 $40, from 1000 in, in 40 days. Let's, let's right. switch gears to that a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, well, that's what led me to that, yeah. is becoming a coach and having the fulfillment. Because beyond the success they had, I made $1.2 million that year. And it brought me so much joy that I wanted to do more of that. Like yeah. that started the feeling me. Because like I said, you can do more money and more deals and have all the money in the world, but without something behind that, that brings you peace. Like my own, my family, you know, is only going to spend so much money. And then what, what do I do? How do I give back? Who, you know, what do they say about me and my death? And I became obsessed with coaching and, and that's become my life over the last handful of years. And then you did the and challenge. You started the challenge. I did the challenge for that purpose because I was blessed to meet that motivated seller, Stan Nielsen right? Seeing that person that cared more about the convenience factor than the price made me a believer. It gave me that belief because without belief, you don't give mass, massive action. You, you make excuses like mm. we talked about, right? If you do that, you get crappy results. If you get crappy results, you spiral downwards. You're like, see, I knew this doesn't work. I knew they're all full of crap. I knew it's all a scam. I'm not going to try it anymore like I was, but when you have that experience, when you see it happen, you get belief, you get confidence, and then you spiral upward. So I was up late. How do I, how do I inspire? And that's when I came up with the idea of the 40 grand in 40 days. I said, I'm going to go out to a new market. So they can't be like, well, he's just using his normal connections. It's like, no, I'm going to a whole new market. So I flew to Florida, said, okay, well, most people can come up with a thousand bucks right? So I'm going to take a thousand bucks and turn it into 40 grand in 40 days. The reason for 40 grand is that's how much an average American income is per year. I'm going to do it in 40 days from scratch. Doing what, was what, the, what was the biggest challenge you had doing that? I mean, I know with all your experience and all that, let's talk about the pressure that you had to produce it. I know you had a filming crew and you wanted to, ch- to do the goods or bads. I mean, you, yep. you, you hit the goal and then some, but was there any moments of doubt? Like, you know, oh, did yeah. the human come to you? Like, you're not going to make it. You're, you're being recorded. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. 
What, what yeah, challenge? I mean, what was the biggest challenge you ran through with that? The big thing that I was most worried about going into this is I only have 40 days. Most of your deals are going to be three months out from first contact. I mean, I expect to make five times what I actually made in those 40 days. Hmm. Right. And so going into that challenge, I knew that was the issue. The other thing that I was dealing with is I have a family. I have a wholesaling business, right? In a real estate business. And I have a coaching business. And all those things are more than full-time hours, right? They're all full-time hours. And so by going to Florida and doing this challenge, it was like I was starting a whole nother business. I was in startup mode. I was in hustle mode. I was, I was sleeping too little, working too much, right? Not taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, and physically like I should have been. And so I can do that. And that's what it requires to be successful to start up again. But the, the first few times I, I did that, right, there was bigger purposes. My coaching business is because I wanted to give back because it was more about my legacy and who I was. That when I was building my wholesaling business, the purpose behind it was to feed my family. And it's really easy to work your ass off when you want to take care of your kids, right? For that's sure. A, that's, that's a major motivator. For yeah. Me. But this time I was down there working my butt off because I wanted to help someone. And for selfish reasons, that was hard. It was like, I wanted to sleep in. I didn't have to do it, right? Like that was the hard part. For selfish reasons, I didn't want to work that hard. There wasn't the, the need to feed my kids anymore. Like that was the hardest part of the whole challenge. Mm. And they weren't there with me, right? They were, they've been down here in Brazil and they weren't going to be with me so I could dedicate time to the challenge. And she was going to be with my wife and my kids would be with her parents, Um and so we had set it up that I wouldn't see them for 21 days. And then at about 28 days when they were supposed to get on a plane, they had to get tested for COVID because um, she wanted to extend her trip. Anyway, she came down with COVID, so did her whole family, and she wasn't going to be able to come home for at least two weeks. And um, I was worried about their health. And also I was done. I was done being away from my family. You know, I, I didn't commit to 40 days without my family, and that's what it was turning into. <laughs> And uh, I decided to call it quits early, but I had accomplished great things. I had five purchase contracts, expectations of over, over $100,000 in profits in just the first few weeks of doing the challenge. So now I'm down in Brazil. I have COVID. My father-in-law's in the hospital. Um, my kids are recovering. My wife's all but recovered. Um, and uh, now I'm coming down with it. So my voice is a little raspy because of that. So that's, that's where I'm at, man. It's, and that's, that's, that's why I did the 40-day challenge. Yeah, man, it's great. I really appreciate you sharing your story and, you know, and, and really expressing everything about the mentorship and everything else. And it's, it's important, guys, if you're looking to be successful in this business, if you're looking to level up, you have to get in front of or get with people who who's done it before you, right? People who have that experience. So finding a mentor is someone who can hold your hand and walk you through the process and show you the mistakes they made is very, very important. Zach, I thank you for coming on the show today, man. That's that's all the time we got. Um, you guys can go to YouTube and, and check it out. Did it air yet? Did it air yet on YouTube? Or you guys still yeah, we've got a couple, it? Yep, we've got some couple episodes up, and uh, there'll be more coming. So okay. it's uh, it's a lot of work. I mean, I've got a whole team. I know, I know. There, right? it's, it's a lot. <laughs> 
It's so a lot. What, what can we expect the whole the whole episode <laughs> to be out? What do you think? Maybe another month um, or so for now? A, a few months. It's going to take a few months to launch everything, but we're okay. kind of doing a day-by-day series on the YouTube channel. So got if it. you guys want to follow along, um, you know, I've got a lot of stuff on TikTok as well. But if you go to my website, dfdmastery.com, stands for driving for dollars, right? dfdmastery.com. I have a link that's got my social media uh, links and it's got my YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, anything that you have that you'd like to follow me on, you can you can go there. So thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you. Feel better, man. Rest up, um, you know, and I hope everything worked out for you and your family. And uh, thanks for coming on the show today. Another great episode of PFREI. I'm your host, Fuquan Bilal. Today we had Zach Boo from DFD Mastery. Make sure you guys go to dfdmastery.com, check out the show. And um, yeah, thanks a lot, man. If you get catches on all the uh, social media channels, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and all the other social media platforms we're on. <laughs> Too many to list. Thanks a lot, Zach. Really appreciate it. All thanks right. for having me. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Passion for Real Estate Investments podcast. Looking forward to providing you guys with more testimonials from successful real estate investors. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a passion, the number four, REI. Thanks so much, guys. And until next time, it's a great day.